Welcome to the Irish Expat Podcast. In today's episode, we will be covering the amazing and incredible Lake Garda. We'll be chatting about why we went to Lake Garda, the towns of Denzanzano, Sermone, Malchesne, Riva del Garda and Limone, transport, accommodation, food and fun, the value for money and some overall tips if you're planning on visiting Italy. Hi, I'm Jane. And I'm Cormac. And welcome to the Irish Expat Podcast. We've been on the road for over a year, traveling the lengths and breadths of Italy. Season one is all about our travels from the southern city of Naples to Lake Garda in the north. We'll be giving you our best tips and tricks and talking about our highlights and mistakes. And how we've ended up moving to Florence. Make sure you're subscribed. And if you like this episode, then please give us a five-star rating. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at altliving and find out more about us on altliving.com. The Big Lake Garda episode. Lake Garda, the Ireland of Italy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> filled with Irish people. More Irish God. than Italian. <laughs> um, let's talk about some fun facts about Lake Garda first. Um, so it's divided between the north and the south. The north is like much more mountainous and beautiful and amazing and looks like Switzerland and it's incredible. And the south is like more beachy. It's a few degrees warmer. It's easier to get to by train and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Manfaldo, do you want to talk about it? Manfaldo, uh, so one of the first big mountains in the Dolomites. So in the winter, it's a big skiing resort. And then during the summer, it's beautiful walkways. And all the kind of Swiss style cows with the bells. It's so beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. So yeah, no, it's beautiful mountain. Yeah. So Lake Garda is Italy's largest lake and it is a freshwater lake. And if you listen to our previous podcast, you'll know how excited I was about that because there's no jellyfish. There's so no jellyfish. Goes, no swimming. <laughs> and our final fun fact is it is extremely popular with Irish tourists. Yeah, any Irish people that go to the north of Italy end up going to Lake Garda. And very, very reasonably so, because it's absolutely gorgeous and it's not madly expensive. Yeah, it's not It's not bad at all. So What we love. <laughs> <laughs> so why did we go to Lake Garda? We've been to Lake Garda twice. Yes. Uh, so the first time... I've been there three times. You've been there three times. I went oh. on a school trip to Lake Garda. Yeah, you fancy pants. From a school in Leitrim life. <laughs> I don't know how we swung that, but... I don't know. Hey, <laughs> you know. Like, we, where did we... We went to Esker and, like... <laughs> like we went to, like, religious I monasteries. Feel very, yeah, yeah. They were just like, let's bring them to Italy. Let's just fucking... Oh, no, Venice, so we Verona. went to Delphi three times. <laughs> Sucks to be you. I know, yeah. Oh, no, we just went to Lake Garda, you know yourself. Uh, so, yeah, Cormac had been there when he was a teenager. Sure, that was only that was only two years ago. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so Cormac had been there when he was a teenager. And I think you were actually the one who gave me the heads up about Lake Garda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, like, I, I absolutely love it. Yeah, because I wanted to go to Lake Como, because obviously, you know, Instagram, Pinterest, all the rest of it. And Lake Como was just not in the budget at the time. Or so we thought. Well, we'll so be, we thought. We'll be talking about Lake Como in our next episode um but yeah so we decided to go to lake garda kind of towards the, the the very end of our trip yeah and we went to how many places did we go to originally four was it originally one two three yeah four yeah four and then we went back a few months later to go and visit my parents uh, they were staying in limone mm-hmm. so we've been to five different pretty much the main the main towns across lake garda yeah We've sailed up and down the fucking thing I don't know how many times. <laughs> the boats. The boats. The boats. Um, but it is absolutely gorgeous. And it would be my 
favorite holiday destination. Like if we ever had a week off and had a load of money, I'd be you like, go to Lake Garda in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I would. It'd be it'd be a tough choice between Lake Garda and Naples, Salerno. Yeah, if we were going like yeah, if it was really I don't I don't know if it was really hot, you'd love to go up there because it's kind of a little bit a little bit cooler up in the North Lakes, you know. But mm-hmm. then you don't have the Salerno has that lovely breeze. Yeah. Seaside breeze. But no, Lake Garda as a holiday destination and staff with the amount of towns and villages and the kind of little variety that you can get in different places. You have so many options. So many, so options. many options. So yeah, we'll talk about, we'll go through our regular transport accommodation, food and fun, and we'll talk about a few hotels and stuff like that as well. Yeah. If you are from any country and would like to visit for a couple of weeks or a week or two weeks or forever. <laughs> Do what we did, never come back. <laughs> <laughs> so transport. Transport is probably going to be the harshest section about like Garda. Yeah, more more than likely. Yeah. Unfortunately. So to get to Lake Garda, it's a bit of a dose, not gonna lie. Um you can fly into Venice, you can fly into Verona, or you can fly into Milan. Milan's probably your best bet. It's only about fifty minutes on the train from Milan up to Denzanzano. Um but as we said at the beginning of this podcast, it is divided between the north and the south of the lake. Yeah, we will be doing a battle at the end of this episode to see which we prefer. But I'm going to say from the outset that I prefer North. I prefer North as well, but unfortunately, with the train lines and everything for Denzanzano, they all went through the South. Yes. So you have to get it's planes, trains, and automobiles, pretty much. So yeah, exactly. Um, so you get on your plane, fly into whichever airport, then you get a train, most likely into Denzanzano. And then you have to get on a boat. Um, so do check that. We ha- we'll talk about it in our Lake Como episode, but we were with some friends who were staying for a couple of days in Lake Como and then decided to go to Lake Garda. And it's extremely difficult to get there. It takes a long time. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah they just decided to rent a car at the end of it because it was just the easiest thing to do. And cheapest. And so. cheapest, yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah, but um, so transport. So we, it takes an hour, pretty much an hour from Milan um, or it takes two and a half hours from Florence. So pretty much the same distance between La Spezia, like mm, to get to La Spezia. Yeah, yeah. So if you want a little bit of seaside or lakeside action, um, you know, getting up to Lake Garda is not bad, but the ferries are divided then between north and south. So if you're in the south of the lake, there's ferries that go pretty much every 20 minutes all around the south, vice versa. If you're up in the north, there's ferries going all over, but to get from the north to the south or vice versa, it's a little bit tricky. Yeah, so you'll see in each destination, there's a gigantic map all laid out in grid that there's like four red all in writing red lines that are the fast boats. There's only three or four a day, maybe even just three. Mm-hmm. So they they link the north and the south lakes. They're the best ones to get, but also the most popular. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is, it is tricky. Yeah. And it's tricky to find the ports and it's tricky to find information online. So we will put um, a link to all of the ferry information in the uh, bio wherever you're listening to this it'll there'll be a link um on the description but yeah so Denzanzano is kind of like the train hub a port hub for the south mm. and then Malchesne would be the kind of main port 
for the north. We call it kind of the midway point. It's not really, but it is kind of the, the most central town of the north lake. Yeah, the north so side if you lake. can get to Malchise Night, then you're laughing. Yeah. Um, especially if you're staying in like Limone, Riva del Garda, anywhere up the north, you have to kind of go through Malchise Night if you're getting the boat. And then you also, your last boat options will finish at like, coming back down from north to south lake, it's like six o'clock, I think I remember. Yeah. Six or seven o'clock. So you have to be... Your boat times have to be snappy. You have to be yeah. well organized. Get up in the morning. Get the earliest kind of fast boat if you want to travel from the south to the north. Mm-hmm. Just really, really learn that timetable off by heart. Yeah. So um, I would suggest, I would probably suggest just staying up the north because it's the most beautiful. If, yeah. you're, if you're on a bit of a time crunch or if you've got a beautiful hotel in one area, try and get it up the north because... Um, once you get there, then you're laughing. Mm. But, um, and like the North has kind of the most popular places for activities and stuff like that. So I would recommend either staying in Riva del Garda, Malchazne or Limone. Um, if you're, if you're planning on staying there for like a week. Yeah. If you're only planning on staying there a couple of days, eh, it can be a little now bit tricky. You can get buses, but they're also pain in the ass. You yes. don't go as often because they can only go on certain sides of the lake. So it's, so our biggest recommendation is if you have a driver's license, just rent a car, yeah. go to Milan airport, or you can go to any car rental place. And um, there's some really, really cheap cars. You can rent them for like as little as 30 euro a day. And um, then you can drive wherever you can leave it. You can even leave the cars at different destinations. So mm-hmm. if you're staying in Lake Como, you can pick up a car in Lake Como, drive you know, all around Lake Garda and then leave it in Milan Airport like yeah. our friends did. Um, so they're really, really flexible on like pick up and drop off spots. So that would be our top tip is to just drive Number one tip, yeah. And also in the transport side of things, now they're developing a cycle lane, a cycle path, sorry, that leads all around the lake. So they're developing like tunnels and different stuff like that to link the whole lake as a massive cycle lane. So you can, I think, start to rent electric bikes if you're very fit and active lugging suitcases behind yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so there it is a really really up and coming um kind of bicycle area so you can get to Riva del Garda by train um if you're going from like Verona or even from Denzanzano it's a little bit awkward you have to go through um I believe it's called Ravoretto we had to go through there to get back to Florence one time and also on our transport the boats and the boat times you cannot rely on them Nope, no you can't, because speaking from experience, I tried to get from the North Lake all the way down to Zenzano to get back to work in time, and the boat just kind of stopped in the middle of the lake for it was half just an chilling, hour, 45 minutes, relaxing. just, you know, why not, you know, I no one, it's Italy, who needs to get around apparently. Yeah, it did turn um, up about 25 minutes late, which yeah. then screwed us getting a train from Zenzano to Milan, and so we ended up getting delayed for about three and a half hours. So, so just be conscious that it's a very much on their time, not yours. Yes. So just get to the... Get to the ports in time, check where you're going, your time schedule, keep everything tight, but also be aware that... You need to leave two hours in between everything. Yeah, exactly. It's just a nightmare. We we sat in a cafe that was literally underneath the timetable in Malchesne, and we watched just like, oh, the Riva del Garda boat's arriving any minute, and then it just disappeared. It's like in Ireland. It's great. Yeah. The buses in Ireland. Just disappeared off the off the timetable, and we were like, "Oh, okay. We're, well, we're not getting that one." No. <laughs> and the 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 tourist info desk 
They were I don't not know what their time timetables are, but like sometimes they're there, sometimes they're outside having a cigarette, they go for a coffee. Not the most helpful. Not the most reliable. So yeah. Um just your transport. Once you get there, you're laughing, but it can just be a little bit tricky. Yeah. So transport, that was the harsh bit done and over with. You're there, you're at Lake Carida, you're laughing. Now you can enjoy it. Now you can, now enjoy, you can it. enjoy it. So accommodation. Um accommodation hotels are king mm-hmm. across all of Lake Garda Airbnbs there are a few they're not mighty value not in comparison to hotels so um the best hotels that we stayed in was um when we went to Limone we stayed where my parents were staying and it was called Hotel Splendid Palace <laughs> wasn't quite a palace but it was a very nice hotel well, it was a very very nice hotel um we seemed to get a lot more of a modern room than my parents did um but my parents were actually on a package deal so a lot mm. of hotels around like Garda they'll offer like a 6 day or a 7 day package deal where like your foods included you get your hotel room, all that kind of stuff. All you can eat buffet, breakfast and dinner, like, you know, beers on draft, Prosecco yeah. on draft. And they got it for an exceptionally reasonable yeah. price. The hotel itself was stunning. It was oh, amazing. The, 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 roof, the, the rooftop was the bar. So you had an amazing view over the lake. An amazing view. stunning. All looking at the a, beginning of the Dolomites. Yeah. You see the mountain range. You had the pool down below outside really relaxing if you're looking yeah. for a nice chill holiday and they also had like loads of entertainment on in the patio as well they had mm-hmm. like brazilian dancers acrobatics acrobatics it was crazy um but yeah so there are lots of different hotels we kind of stay everything was in the price range down the south that was a little bit cheaper so we ended up getting some hotels for in and around the 85 to 100 euro mark and then once we went up the north, we decided to go for hotels with pools. It was our last tranche of the holiday and we really wanted to like chill out before because we didn't know where we were going at this stage. We didn't yeah. know if we were moving to Italy. We were in the process of actually trying to get an apartment in Florence at that stage. That we so, actually got on a boat. <laughs> in Lake Garda. In Lake Garda. Yeah, we so, did yeah. a house viewing through Zoom on a boat in Lake Garda. Um, so yeah, we just decided, you know, it's our last, it's our last week of the holiday. Let's go all out. Um, so yeah, we decided to go with hotels with pools, with really nice views and stuff. like. That. In Malchesne, we got a really good value, um, hotel with a pool. And I believe that was around 119 euro, 120 euro. Um, yeah. so, and that was, that was a pretty nice hotel. It wasn't amazing. It's three star. Three star. It was, you know, the room was nice, clean, simple. The pool was small, but cute. Small, but cute. So yeah. Um, hotels are king. Um, another mention. Do you want to talk about Casa Canario, Canarino, the Riva del Garda Hotel? So I, <laughs> a bit of a mad one. It was very funny. I arrived up to check into the hotel. I left Jane down a little cafe by the waterfront, and I went in, checked in, went into the bedroom. <laughs> very randomly, I was like, "Where is the toilet?" <laughs> I looked in, saw a massive mirror. I was like, oh, and he's like, it must be in there. Finally found where the bathroom was. Walked into a sauna and a jacuzzi style corner bath unit inside our, ba- inside our bathroom, which was in the 30 degree heat. Not, not what we were not looking for. Not what we were for. looking for. No, yeah. I, I still use the, the sauna. But, but we did it for the novelty and for novelty more than anything to say I used a sauna in a hotel room. But um, 
It was a bit strange. A little bit odd. Nice hotel, but a little bit yeah. strange. Now, I'd say for the weather, or like in the winter, it'd be fab. Oh, but, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So, it was called Casa Canarino. Again, all of our hotel recommendations are in our six-week guide. It's free to download on our website. Um, but what did end up happening was that that hotel lost our booking. We had booked it through booking.com. Mm-hmm. And we were very late to check in because it was our last official night of the holiday I was getting a little bit stressed out because we had nowhere to live and I was trying to book hotels for like Milan or Florence for the following few days, but we were obviously on a tight budget. And um, then they kind of hit us with, we've lost your booking, but we can give you an upgrade. So we thought, fantastic. Free upgrade. Excellent. Yeah. So um, I, we will talk about this cafe shortly, but I decided to remain at the cafe uh, for reasons that I will explain shortly and um, Cormac went and checked us in and there was the spa and you know crazy spa bathroom Gorgeous. and it was fab until we got landed with the bill the following morning and I realized that we had to pay an additional 97 euro, 90 euro yeah. which I was not best pleased about um, no, no, no. because they had just offered us an upgrade but I d- they didn't mention that it would be yeah, they never stipulated that accepting the upgrade meant that we had to pay the cost. They just said, we lost your booking. There's an upgraded room. Yeah. And so, then that's it. They never said you'll have to pay for the room. They never said that it was... You yeah, know, so no Bene. Included. No Bene. Yeah. No fucking Bene. Especially seeing as I didn't get back to the hotel until about one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And we were out the gap by 10. So yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I got my values worth where we paid maybe 210 yeah. euro for that room. Um, but there are lots of different options for hotels all across Lake Garda. Just make sure that you can actually get to them. Yes. Gonna let Cormac take over food. Okay, so well, food in general around Lake Garda is absolutely beautiful, all in all. Um, especially I gotta mention, I'm a wine lover. Lake Garda's wine is absolutely beautiful. Um, so if any if any wine lovers are out there, highly recommend. Highly, highly, highly. For food itself, in Danzanzano, we went to a lovely trattoria, pizzeria, and Decca Alessi. So it was a very traditional restaurant that we got recommended from a waitress in another bar. That's what mm-hmm. we always kind of tend to do as well. If we made friends with a waitress at a bar or a waiter, we'd ask them, hey, any tips? Where would you go for dinner? Now so the the we Google were... reviews aren't amazing for it. We wouldn't nope. have picked it off our, our Google reviews. But... No, no, it's not highly reviewed, not highly rated. But we have to say we got like a, a really, really beautiful, like sliced beef dish with rosemary. And like we got potatoes, some pasta dishes. Everything there was beautiful well priced well cooked we went we've gone there i think twice or three times three now. times now yeah because it's a it's, great stopping off point it's a good <laughs> stopping off point but it's waiting for the ferries at the very south of the lake so it's when you're going up you know you want to you want a good big lunch so we've gone there three times and it's been very consistent the food has been kind of we got the beef three times the sliced beef mm, good carafes of prosecco so yeah the the vino della casa always a recommendation by the way because house wine in italy all across the board. I've probably said this several times over the podcast, but house wine in Italy is like a medium to good quality wine in Ireland. Yeah. And it's super, super cheap. I think you can get like a one litre carafe of Prosecco for like a tenner. Yeah, it was like 11 or 12 euro for the litre. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely insane. (laughs) So that was beautiful. Uh, Going across then to just further north is Sodomone. So we went to Cafe Pizza Margarita twice. So they... 
they were lovely we had lunch there and then dinner um cheap cheerful cheap cheerful pesto pastas kind of traditional dishes of the north of italy so your shingale which is your wild boar pastas usually with pasta deli the really thick pasta that's beautiful mm-hmm. uh, so we had that and then pizza there was actually surprisingly good yeah it was obviously yeah. Pizza is more famous down towards the south and then up towards the north. It's more meats, your past dishes, traditional hearty foods. Pizza was really good there. Um, I would say probably our favorite breakfast <laughs> in the same town in Simone was Barla Veneza. So, so at this stage, we were like six weeks into their holiday or like maybe five weeks. And I was even talking to a lovely Swedish guy yesterday uh, who's on his honeymoon. You get sick of pizza and pasta. You do. You wouldn't think it. But you do. But my God, you do. And breakfast here is very kind of split between Italians usually just go for like a little continental breakfast of fruit, croissants, pastries, coffee. Nice and simple. That's it. Then they go for a big lunch. Yeah. They're not a brunch. No, they're not brunchers. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're much, very much lunch and dinner people. Yeah. Um, So it's really nice for us when we can go find the usual like scrambled eggs, avocado toast, bacon. So we went to this lovely little cafe that was brilliant value. I think. Yeah. For me as well, it was one of the cheapest places where I got fresh orange juice because that's always a killer. Mm-hmm. Four, five, six euros sometimes. But I think for this place, it was only like to add it on to my meal was three euros. Yeah. Which was unbelievable because it was a big, massive pint of orange juice. So yeah. highly recommend there Bar- for breakfast. Vanessa. Barla Vanessa. Vanessa yeah. It's just near the port as well. So if you're just stopping off in Ceremony, Definitely, definitely, definitely recommend. Uh, then across up further north in the North Lake, um, Mount Chesney, there is, as soon as you get off the boat, there's a cafe immediately on the right, which you would obviously pick out to just be a tourist trap. That's what I have to say. It was very well priced, massive, extensive menu. Stunning view of the mountains. Stunning view. Like, I'm talking. Really good for sunset. Sitting down at the table, five meters in front of you is the water. And it's just mountains. The sun comes across. Yeah. So the sun sets on the west side of the of the lake obviously so when you're sitting on the east side you see it coming down across the mountain gets very like moody gets really moody it feels mm-hmm. like you're kind of about to meet Gandalf and go on an adventure to, to Mount Hill. Doom yeah to Mount Doom yeah <laughs> exactly um, but yeah Cafe, Cafe San Marco and the guy there was really really nice like the head waiter and he gave us like loads of recommendations and stuff um but yeah also a really good place if you're waiting for a boat well that's the whole thing you know instead of queuing up uh you just sit there and drink until the boat's about to leave. <laughs> yeah. And you got really good Hugo spritzes there, didn't you? Oh, the Hugo spritzes there were beautiful. Yeah, so we've been there a couple of times now. And then I think I'm going to have to just slide this over to you because our favourite meal in all of Lake Garda came from a little kiosk. Oh, yeah. A little kiosk that we have aptly named Sticks. Oh. So, Jane, please talk about the love of your life. Okay, I'll give some context. This was at the end of our holiday. We were trying to move to Florence. So uh, we will talk about it in a later episode. Um, you know, you need four months rent to we get... We were broke. We were broke. We were so fuck. broke. <laughs> we, were, we went on a mad holiday in Italy. and went on boats and horse races. And my God. It got out of hand. So We started looking for the cheapest beer possible. <laughs> Yeah, so we get up to Riva, and again, I just love the north of Lake Garda, stunning views, all the rest of it. But I also like to be right beside the sea or right beside the lake. So we walked around Riva, and 
you know, there was like some lovely places on the back streets. So we were looking at all the riverside kind of pubs and restaurants and there were some lovely ones, but by God, were they expensive. And then, and then I saw, all we wanted was a beer. We were tired. We had, we were lugging our suitcases. We were waiting for this hotel. Not sure if we could check in, not check in, all the rest of it. And so there's a place, it'll be listed in the description, called Vrigitoria al Porto. And it's just a little kiosk. It's like a little, little shack. Little shack, mom and dad cook the food. The sun the comes sun, in. The sun does the little bit of waiter in that. But needed. I saw this fridge and the fridge looked cold. Mm-hmm. And it had red Peroni. Which is our favorite Italian beer. Which is super cheap. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the, the builder's tea of beer over here. <laughs> and I was like, that's the place. So all we wanted was a few drinks. We weren't even, you know, thinking about food at the no. time. I I saw the kebab sticks. Yes. So little little kebab sticks. And it was like really reasonable. It was like six of them for four or five euro. I was like. These little lamb. I lads, I'm a hungry bastard. So I'm always eating. So I was like, oh, I was like, I might get, you know, we've had two beers now. I was like, I might get some bit of food, bit of munch, you know. A few little be, lamb skewers. Try it out. Why not? So we got these lamb skewers oh. and by God, now it was a small portion, but they were absolutely oh, delicious. They were the crack cocaine on the stick. They were just So I think it was beautiful. six six skewers for like four euro. Four or five euro. Yeah. And they were absolutely amazing. So immediately we ordered another. So we had two portions and okay. then we were like, this is class. Now we'll get I more was, beer. We'll get more beer. So uh, we're right by, why would we move? Yeah. We're right beside the water. We don't know what's going on with our hotel. We don't know what's happening with our lives. We don't know where we're staying tomorrow. That was Saturday, wasn't it? Saturday. And then on Monday, we weren't sure if we were going to be moving to Florence. Yes. Or or getting a plane home. Getting a plane to back to Ireland, which is a very (laughs) strange state of mind to be in. So I was a little bit stressed, shall we say. And so I wanted to sit where the cheap beers were and, you know, just drink and enjoy the view and enjoy the mountains because again we could have been back in Ireland in two days time so after maybe our after maybe my sixth or seventh beer Mm. the chef got talking to us uh the dad and he decided to give us free chips because he said that he just handed over chips and I went no no we didn't order these and he just smiled and looked at me and went you You, need the food you will need you will need the food (laughs) so now we did laugh back with him and said we're Irish they're only small beards whatever but they were mighty crack the mother was absolutely lovely so we got a few rounds of skewers I have to say throughout the day now we got there at about two or three I didn't leave until 1 a.m I only left to check us in. Check us in and ring my father. That was it. That was it. I just left to do that. And then for the rest of the day, we literally sat in this little family run kiosk. The son was on duty when we arrived. He went off duty for six or seven hours and then came back on duty. By the time the son came back on duty, he was like, you have to come party with me and yeah. Rimini. He just came back. And he was like, you're still here. And we were like, yeah, we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us all the tips, recommendations. Like he was just a big boom and smile. We're like, I can't believe it. I can't believe you're still here. So I think, I think we went, oh God. Yeah. But it, when we left. Now I was, I was like, worried about the bill, but I thought by the time. Do you know, if we went for dinner somewhere or if we even went for two or three pints somewhere else, we would have spent the same amount. So we actually, when we were leaving, we decided to get like a proper takeaway dinner because the burgers looked amazing. Like the kebabs looked amazing. We got like the kebab amazing. paninis. We got like all these different bit more sticks, obviously. More sticks, more sticks. yeah. 
So we got, you know, our breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks all there. <laughs> they were only small. They were only small beers. The little um, beers. They weren't pint snacks. It was our pint. final night of the holiday. Yeah. And the whole bill came to 130 quid. The whole bill. We were just like... <laughs> so we loved them and yeah. they loved us. And they we, were like kissing us, saying goodbye. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. So we actually came back the following day because we were waiting for um our boat and we just said, Do you know, we might as well go back there and get some sticks and have a beer or two before we get on the boat. And they were like, You stay here again today. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, they weren't we they, they weren't even open yet when we arrived. So like we were just like we just wanted to sit down because obviously, obviously we were kind of hungover. Um, and we were like, we just need to sit down. We're waiting on the boat. We're like really tired. And they were like, oh my god, here, take this table. They started whipping out chairs. But like we were fucking royalty. <laughs> they um, were amazing. They were incredible. So yeah, fr- Frigitoria al Porto. It's just this gorgeous little, just by the port, this little shack. And mm. by God, they were just so and lovely. Any seafood lovers, they do like a mixed fried seafood of like shrimp, calamari, like. Just absolutely the prawns on skewers. Oh, like... we're absolutely like everything there, and it was like the whole thing was for a little takeaway kiosk. There wasn't an, a dropping of grease. It was no. all cooked so well, like really high quality for a little kiosk. Like you know, so we will refer to it as sticks from now so on. If you ever hear sticks? That's what we're talking because everything came on a stick by yeah. the chips. <laughs> so yeah, I just have to give them such a shout. It it's I think it's my. Well, apart from the place in Rome with the pasta pasta, I think it's my favourite restaurant in all of Italy. They're just... oh, well, look, you could sit there all day. <laughs> <laughs> could you? Could you? I can't imagine. <laughs> so um, our last mention of food is just in Limone. We only stayed there for two nights. And again, we were staying in the Hotel Splendid Palace. And you were actually able to just... Um, because my parents were on that package deal where they could get their all-inclusive kind of what do you call it? Your eat what you want. All you can eat. All you can eat kind of package. Um, but we asked them, could we join in? And they said, yeah. So I think, um, and now that includes your drinks as well. They've got yeah. red wine, white wine and stuff. So I think it worked out at like 40 euro per person um, or maybe 30 euro per person. It wasn't too, too bad. Um, I think, I think mom handed over like 60 quid for the two of us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, now it is a little bit of a time crunch. You only get two hours to kind of eat and drink and stuff, mm. which obviously if they've got a load of Irish people well, over there, God, they know. If you're Irish, you'll be fine. <laughs> Bring it over like five glasses of wine and we'll go. Um, but yeah, so we just ate mostly in the hotel in the morning. So we can't really give you any recommendations for restaurants there. No, unfortunately not. So now we move on to fun. Fun, fun, fun. Obviously, just sticks. I just recommend going yeah, sticks. Just go to sticks and drink and eat. <laughs> but All the fun you need. Lake Garda has a huge amount of activity. So we're going to start in Denzanzano and we'll work our way up. Hmm. Um, do you want to take over? So Denzanzano was one of the nicest little areas for a beach. Uh, they have public beach and then private as well. It was the most valuable sunbeds that we found. So they were advertised for five euro for the day. But because it was quiet, the lady was just like, no, 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 four euro is fine. And then we obviously said, because I don't do well in the sun, uh, can we get an umbrella? And then they said, no, no, it's okay. There's a whole, because there's just a tree line right behind the beach on the path. They were just like, no, we'll put you in the, the shaded area. So we spent eight euro. It was really nice. on a lovely, you know, lovely loungers. The guys were super friendly and nice. 
we were asking like where where can we go get beer they were like recommending which shop to go to yeah they super, were really super kind they also had like paddle boats with like slides off the side and yeah. you could rent them for like five euro for an hour and yeah it was just like a really really chill beach it was really nice to get in the water and not be afraid of getting stung by a jellyfish Absolutely. um but yeah definitely for like a beach and chill day that was really really good yeah i'd recommend end the Zano for that and immediately when we got onto the beach we met about 10 irish people yes <laughs> then we went up the next place is uh sermone i didn't find that there was a hell of a lot to do in sermone some people go because there's a big castle there there's a really famous medieval castle with like a with like moated area in landport it's it, it's absolutely it is stunning but it's also very small town sermone so there's a beach at the top of it called Jamaica Beach as well, which is kind of like a big bar area, outdoor drinking. We didn't get up that far, but it was it was highly recommended. It looks it nice, but it's um it just wasn't ceremony we just found it was a little bit more towards uh, geared towards the older tourists, a little bit yeah. more expensive. Um but again, it was it was totally beautiful. Can't it was absolutely can't stunning. Fault it. Yeah, for sure. But then we got to Malchesme. So our first northern destination, the midway mm. kind of point. And Malchesne is where Mount Baldo is. And Cormac, you'd been there before when you were... Yeah, so we went there in our trip as well. So for Mount Baldo from Malchesne, you get a cable car that goes all the way up the mountain. It takes about 20 minutes to go up. Maybe a little bit longer. It was quite a... 25, 30 minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, about, about that. The most gorgeous views of the entirety of the lakes the Dolomites, mm. you can see the Swiss Alps in the background, loads of paragliders. So you see people coming up with their big backpacks and then you can watch people just paraglide off the side of the mountain, yeah, which is was, crazy. It was stunning up there. And like there when I first went there in November with my school, all of the all of the places were well late October, early November, all the places were closed. And um, most of the restaurants, there was only like one open, but when we went there, everything was open. And they're they're literally half Swiss, half Italian style. <laughs> um, so it's really cool. It's a really interesting atmosphere up there. But you can get to sit up on top of a mountain, look panoramic over the views in the bars, views, looking over the Alps, looking over the Dolomites, and not expensive. No, that's what we were really surprised about as well. Because we thought that maybe if it's kind of like, you know, a little bit of Swiss prices coming in it mm-hmm. would be expensive but you're not near the swiss border at all so it's still italian prices yeah and it's really 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 affordable yeah affordable. Um, um so i cannot recommend manvaldo enough again once it kind of hits november i believe from mid-november to february is when you can go skiing up there yeah. it's an extremely small skiing lodge and there's only a few runs there um, but there's some really cute cabins and if it's like your first time skiing there's lots of beginner slopes and it's not that pricey um so if you were again in italy at that time and you just felt like oh sure i'll pop off for a weekend worth of skiing yeah it's um, definitely highly recommended for cheaper skiing cheaper skiing. Let's just say that yeah way. if you've never been skiing before and you don't want to invest then i would Mount say Baldo. head up to mount Baldo. yeah um in malchesne itself Lots of bars, lots of restaurants. It's one of the bigger cities, I would say, or not even city, but like one of the bigger, bigger towns. towns. Yeah. Um. So yeah, lots of bars, lots of restaurants, um, lots of little cute little shops and stuff like that. And um, Malchesne, there's a couple of different like paddle boardings or like boat rentals or sailing boat rentals there. Yeah. Um. Then in Limone, 
I was a little bit, now we didn't get to, you know, we walked the length of the street. Lamoni is quite small. Lamoni is very small. It is extremely probably one of the smallest towns. And mm-hmm. um, the boats don't even go there that often as well. Um, they don't stop there that often. Yeah, it's kind of more the local boats. So you'd have to get a yeah. local boat over to Malchesney and then go from there. But it is absolutely stunning. Again, if you had like a beautiful paradise hotel, like we got to do for the couple of nights, then, you know, absolutely well gorgeous. Well it. If you want that little quiet time, kind of get away from the hustle and bustle of all the other towns that are very busy, mm-hmm. Limone is for you. Yeah, but in terms of there's not a lot of like water sports or things like that, you know, and there's no castle or there's no yeah. mountain or there's no kind of big, it's it's not a tourist hotspot. No, no, not at all. And then we get to Riva and Riva, I think, is pretty amazing. There's no real beach up there. That is the one nope, that is no. the one downside to Riva. Um, but that is the place all up the very north. That's if you want to go windsurfing, if you want to go sailing, if you want to go kite surfing, if you want to go parasailing, Riva is your spot. Yeah. Um, so all around that kind of north, the uppermost northern kind of cove, that's where you want to go if you're into your water sports. It's yeah. also a huge destination um, because that's where the bike uh, lane has started. So a lot of people will start in Riva and work their way down south or vice versa. Um, but yeah, so Riva is quite, it's quite large as well. Um, Riva is probably one of the largest, it's the largest, it's the largest town in the north for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stretches back like a, a good few kilometers. Yeah, and there's a lot of residential there as well. Yeah. They run their own little festivals as well. I think there was some sort of a, the ending of a jazz festival when we were there. Yeah. So there's like a good few street performers and like the, the harbour inlet when you first come in is quite well spread out, mm-hmm. quite open. But that is, yeah, it's very, very heavy cyclist base at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and then the water sports as well. Cyclist, water sports. Now, again, there's lots of boats going between Limone, Malchesney and Riva because they're yeah. all up in the north. So, you know, if you were a family going on holiday and maybe we'll say you had teenage sons or teenage daughters who were really into water sports, anywhere up the north is going to be the most suitable for you. I'll throw a little mention into Gardaland because I went there with my school. So Gardaland is one of the, the bigger kind of theme parks in Italy. Is it a water park or is it's, it a theme park? It's a mix. It's a, okay. a lot of roller coasters, but then they have some that of the end, like are water involved. So they finish in the, the water, big splash zones and all that. But it, it's more of a, of a theme park. Like, my absolute nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So they have, they have apparently, I, I remember at the time we learned, they have one of the fastest roller coasters in Europe. Uh-huh. Um, so no, a lot of, a lot of fun. If you like that kind of thing, it's really, really cool. It's well built up. It's absolutely massive. I think day tickets are about 40, 44 euro at the moment. They probably do a family ticket as they well. They do family tickets. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of very, very family friendly places to go in Gardaland, mm-hmm. but it is massive. Um, but we had loads of fun. There were some roller coasters that were absolutely insane. Yeah. Just insane. And then Verona isn't too far. You went to Verona on that school tour so as well. So that school tour was basically Venice, Verona and Lake Garda. So we kind of did a mix between them. So Verona is quite close, especially to the southeast side of Lake Garda. Yeah, it's only it's only 20 minutes on the train from Gensanzano, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, so Verona... Romeo and Juliet, there's a big garden yeah, maze there. I've, I've been to, yeah, so Verona has a really famous amphitheater in the center of the town. So when we were there, you can do a little you can do a little tour that was very, actually quite cheap, I remember. And um, you can go and walk walk around the very top of it and you've lovely panoramic views of Verona. Obviously the Romeo and Juliet balcony is there. Um so that's that's obviously very popular. 
had a lot of events in Verona as well. We were there like the the Northern Italian rallies mm-hmm. all baked to Verona. There's loads of concerts on in Verona. Look, as but well. like that amphitheater has all of the big concerts. Yeah, like, Andre Rue was always playing Andrew there. Andre Rue, so. the three tenors, like all of those guys, they all play there. It's one of the like I believe it's one of the last standing amphitheaters with like of that size, coliseum wise, that is still mm-hmm. being used to this day for concerts. Yeah, I think so if you, I think if you've already done like the Rome, Florence, and even Venice trip, yeah. but you want to come back and see something different, or if you really want to go to Switzerland but you don't have the budget, <laughs> but you don't have the budget, then absolutely. Yeah. I think Lakeguard is really good, and I think Lakeguard is really, really good for families. I have to say, like even. We went, you know, as a couple in our twenties. <clears throat> I'm definitely in my twenties. Um, you know, as a couple in their twenties, we went with my parents, who would be kind of mid sixties, and everyone could walk around free. We could get in the boats on and off, handy enough. That was yeah. that was fine. There was no issue. Um, but I think also like if you had kids and stuff, like you know, you feel like they're safer swimming in the lake. If you had, if you're into water sports stuff like that, I, mm. I just think that it's a really kind of it. It's not a there there's not kind of family hotels or anything like that there are some i have to say actually in uh, pesceria del garda so that's in the southeast very southeast one of the smaller towns yes family friendly hotels because of its proximity to, to gardaland and also there is a Silvano aqua park which is just north of gardaland so it's a, it's yeah. a water park mm-hmm. so that that side the southeast kind of side of lake garda itself is very much family holidays young kids all of that yeah. kind of stuff. So I have, we didn't go there. Like I, I was there obviously as, as a kid. And so I would say that, that that area, if you're a family, South Lake is probably going to be more easier to be accessible, mm-hmm. jumping between Benzano and Verona and then going up along towards Gardaland, Silvano Aquapark, yeah. all that kind of area. Because I remember when we went, we got a couple of budget hotels um, and they were just extremely like, family orientated yeah yeah and very cheap i think it's the perfect place joe if you're a family and you had teenagers i think mm. lake garda is just stunning or if you're a young couple on your honeymoon you don't want to spend the money on lake como we will talk about that'll be in our next section yeah. um but yeah i just i just love lake garda i think it's the perfect holiday destination i cannot recommend it enough yeah no because it has just a little bit of everything for everyone so mm-hmm. you know like depending on the the south or the north lake you can get your, your which segues segues us into the battle of the north or the south. Yes, I don't know. Do you want to start here? Because I think we both prefer the north, but the big kind of discussion for the south is that the, a little bit more built up, easier to access. Yeah. Um, a little bit more variety, but it's that the north is a little bit less. It's just spectacular. Yeah. I think if you're looking for views. And if you're looking for like water sports, I think if you're on a honeymoon or a romantic couples trip, I think the north is like the place for you. Or again, if you have teenagers or if you're an avid traveler, you don't mind, you know, if you've got backpacks or you don't mind lugging suitcases or if you're into cycling, if you're more of an active person or you really, really just enjoy beautiful views, I think the north is for you. Whereas if you're looking for that kind of Italian feel, but you have the beach, but there is safety there, you Mm. maybe have younger kids, or you enjoy water parks or theme parks, or you want to do more day trips, then definitely the south. Yeah, so the south, like it's obviously, it's surrounded by more flat lands before the mountains. And as soon as you hit the north of the lake, it's literally just mountain slopes, steep mountain slopes into the lake. Yeah, that is it. You know, yeah, it's way more, less accessible, 
it's all tunnels like for the roads if you're getting the bus it's all tunnels in the north lake all around but then mm-hmm. the south it's just easier flatter more accessibility yeah i just have this like vision of because i got to go to limone with my parents i just mm. have this vision of like if i were a teenager you know like maybe 13 14 15 like being given a little bit of pocket money and been able to like go in and out of mm. all the little craft shops and i think it's like the perfect kind of you can let the kids if they're teenagers off for an hour or two and they can't get into too much trouble unless they yeah. get on a feckin' boat you know yeah yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> um so yeah there i just there's a couple of little um swimming spots in malchesney that we noticed behind the back there's a the beautiful castle that juts out from malchesney and at the back of that, when we were on the boat, we noticed that there's a lot of cliff diving. Mm-hmm. So like That seems to be the little place where kids always go. And there's a, a quiet little public beach along up there as well. Yeah, yeah. So Malchesney does have a public beach. Yeah. So Malchesney has a little beach, but it's more the, the south is more organized for the beaches because mm-hmm. it, it just has more beach space because it's flatter. So I'm going to do a battle of the towns. It's just a score out of 10. So Denzanzano, which is the port, ta- it's where mm-hmm. you're going to arrive in on your train or if you come in in the south or if you come in from uh, an airport, you're going to land into Denzanzano. What would you give it out of 10? I, I like Denzanzano. It was probably an eight. Yeah, an I've, eight given, me. I've given it an eight as well. There's good yeah. restaurants, great beaches. The views are not spectacular, but it was really nice. No, to but the town the itself, the town itself is beautiful. The food's very good. Like it has a little kind of little harbor area that's underneath the bridge, so it's just kind yeah, of, you know. And there's a traveling market that comes to Denzanzano as well, with loads of like clothing stalls and food stalls and all that kind of stuff. Travels and that, all around the lake. So yeah, it just depends on uh, where what town you're in and what particular day. Yeah, and um, we'll try find that information, but I don't think there is much. I think it's very much like. They do their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Simone. Simone. Simone, I'd probably give uh, like a, a, it was beautiful, but there's not much there for me. So I'd say about a seven. Um, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I'd give it a 7.5. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, we had a really good brunch. There was, um, you know, that place that you can rent out like the, the beach stuff. But yeah, it was just... It wasn't quite our vibe. I don't think it quite seemed. No, it. and it, there, there was when we were there. It was very high traffic as well. I remember landing off the boat, and it, it was, was one just, of the busiest places. To it be was fair. so busy. There was cars trying to get through. So basically, like in between buildings, there's just little arch tunnels, and then like you're walking through, and a car is trying to get through, and there's no wall for you to hug because the car takes up the entirety of the tunnel. It was just a little bit stressy, especially when you're traveling with suitcases mm-hmm. and like. Some mothers with prams. I was like, oh, oh you poor God, souls. Yeah, yeah. Poor souls. Poor souls. Um, then Malchesney. I love Malchesney mm-hmm. um, because because it, it's very much linked to Mount Valdo because that's where you go from the cable car up. Yeah, I wanted to move to Malchesney to be yeah, fair. <laughs> I would probably give Malchesney an 8.5. I'm going to give Malchesney a 9. Okay. Um no, I'll actually give it an eight point five. That's fair. Yeah. Um, little bit, yeah. I'd say you could get bored of it very easily if you were there for a there week. There was, yeah, there wasn't that many bars and restaurants, so mm-hmm. like high, highly dense areas of bars. There is like a lovely little section in the very front of the town, but apart from apart from that, you know, it, it is scenically beautiful because yeah. obviously you're looking up at Mount Baldo. And it's just gorgeous. Yeah. And our first our first time going to Malchesney, we actually didn't go up to Mount Baldo because we had less than 24 hours there. It was Mm. only when we went to Limone and got the boat across. Yeah. And we went up there. I was like, oh my God. So I think if I went to Malchesney for like 
four or five days, I would definitely go up to Van Faldo at least twice. Oh, um, 100%. And yeah, I'll be interested to see what it's like to go to the ski resort and stuff like that. So, and no, I'll definitely they, break my legs. So I don't know if fun. we said it though, but the queues for the cable car can be insane. Yes, book it in advance. Book it in advance because you can walk straight through. So it is like, I remember we were sitting outside with your parents for like 45 minutes to an hour maybe. Yeah, we didn't quite plan it that far ahead. No. And you can't book it just like the hour before. You need to book it 24 hours in advance, I believe. So yeah, yeah do we'll you... link all of the, the description into the into the guide. Yeah, we'll put the, sure. we'll put the website on it. Um, but look into it before you go. If it's Malvada or something you want to do, do the bit of research and mm-hmm. check out the cable car booking because that is because it was and it, it was it was 22 euro i believe a person so yeah, i remember for the five of us it was like 120 or something yeah like but we got the full day out of it yeah it was no just... you do yeah the, all the stuff is open on the top of my bottle the yeah. bars and everything. if you just paid to get the cable cart up and the cable cart back down i would have said that that was value for money do you yeah. know um, it's gorgeous but yeah Absolutely the fact that there's stunning. so many walkways and there's bars restaurants really reasonably priced up there it was just oh a highlight um Riva I am gonna give a nine I think that Riva is probably my favorite out of the lot apart from Malchesney I think I think Malchesney and Riva are on are on scope but I love water sports you know I love like, I, I I would have to agree I think I think nine would be the nine is the, the go-to there loads of bars just, loads of restaurants um you know there's a huge residential population there as well which kind of makes it feel more italian yeah um you know there's cycling there's there's just so many activities to do there and because it's you know riva is pretty much the main main port as well up on the most northern side so mm. there's boats kind of coming and going all the time so you don't feel like you're just trapped on this yeah. like yeah. little town um also riva we'd mentioned before that you can get a train out of riva as well so, so that was the whole thing as well riva for us was it's more more density in buses there was a bit more kind of they had that bus station yeah like the, a big bus station which the other towns just do not have the space for yeah so riva is pretty much the the, the transport hub of the north basically. yeah Gerda, so. not as well serviced as Denzanzano in the south but no. you still no. have options to get out of there so you don't feel totally kind of landlocked there I think yeah that's um, the whole point yeah and then Lamone I would give I think I'd give Lamone an 8.5 it's one of the most stunning regions um it does look over Mount Baldo um I think it's like a perfect place for three or four days to chill out there yeah um but there's not a lot of activities there and you need to be staying in a nice hotel yeah so like even earlier on when I was researching before the podcast I saw that in October that hotel we stayed in is like 150 euro for the night so even if you're just looking to get away from people and you know you just want to chill out Mm -hmm. and have a nice hotel with gorgeous views it's perfect. Panoramic views. Panoramic was, views, ugh, yeah. Stunning. Because from uh, Sermone, you're basically looking at Alcesine and Mount Baldo itself. So it's just breathtaking. Yeah. Breathtaking. Um, so total scores. Transport. Ooh. I am going to give it... I'm probably being too generous here, but I just love like Garda so much, so I don't want it to fall too low in the leaderboard yeah. score. But I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah, I'd probably give it a seven as well because the whole point being now is that we know it a bit better. Like mm-hmm. when we first got there, it was a bit overwhelming. Didn't realize like sometimes the boats are late. Sometimes you're on a quick boat and a slow boat. But I gotta say, like Denzanzano, the train station is quite good. Like once you once you know, once you know, it's 
it's definitely easier to navigate but you have to go there with patience <laughs> you have to go it's the italian kind of saying piano piano everything piano, is piano. slow everything's chill you can't be in a rush and so long as you go with that effect then i think transport's okay if you're racing back at 8 a.m to get back for a 4 p.m shift in florence not so good yeah and the boat uh, doesn't come in till 8 30 uh, not great yeah not great yeah no better <laughs> um accommodation i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten I think that there are really good cheap options. There were mm. some cheaper like Airbnb and booking.com options. And then they do the package deals, like the holiday deals. And then there's your more kind of higher end hotels. And then it goes all the way up to like fancy five-star, almost like Como style. So I think that there's a really good variation in prices in and availability. Yeah, I'd agree. I give it a nine as well. I was very impressed with the kind of the level of even the basic rooms that we got in some hotels. Like even then in Dano, we got a small little hotel room, but like brand new state-of-the-art shower. The room was like absolutely spotless clean. It was con, one of the cleanest places. Like yeah. stupidly clean. The level of um, accommodation, I think, in Lake Arida in general, especially quality versus price point is mm-hmm. just brilliant. Absolutely and just brilliant. just for everyone for reference, I think that um, Lake Garda was one of our more expensive areas. Again, we had already mentioned that it was at the end of our holidays, so we knew that we wanted to treat ourselves. We had booked Lake Garda in advance because we knew we were going to end up broke at the end. But for that extra maybe 15, 20 euro per night, we did end up either getting a pool or a spa or yeah. um breakfast included or or a cable car up to a mountain or you yeah. know there is a lot of different yeah and staying in the hotels it did mean that you were given either vouchers or discount codes or all that kind of stuff so i think i do really think that staying in a hotel in lake garda is the way to go oh yeah because we got the discount for the cable car was it yeah yeah yeah, yeah from one of the hotels in simone yeah i think it was like a 20 percent discount or something mm. so that was really beneficial um the food i'm gonna give the food like again i'm being overly generous because i wanted to do well in the leaderboard but i'm gonna give it an eight i think we've been there a couple of times now even going through denzanzano um the food has always been like quite solid but i do think the menus are slightly tourist catered um, yeah yeah but that makes it really really handy if you're going with a group or if you're you know it if you're with a picky eater, they do have pizza, pasta, and then they also do fresh fish from the lake. So there's mm. a wide variety of stuff on a lot of the menus and the wine is incredible. So Yeah, I like I I give it an eight point five, probably being way too generous as well compared to like other cities that we've been to in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um but it, it is because Venice is one of the best seafood places and that's where Lake Garda gets their supply mm-hmm. of, of seafood. Um, so I know like the quality we've had there has been very good, but it is it's not as great as other cities, but it's still very much up there for variety. There's yeah, there's a lot mm-hmm. of variety and the big, fact that there's variety. like places to get brunch and like sometimes your meals can be included in hotels yeah, and stuff so like that. I think that. that's why I give it an eight point five because you can kind of you can Dip in between Italian cuisine, back to like breakfast, brunchy things that we love, meat and fish. Because obviously if you go to like somewhere like Florence, it's meat. If you go to somewhere like Salerno, it's fish. But like Lake Garda had a great balance of both. Yeah. So it is really well catering towards people. 
So I think that's why I definitely give it a yeah. And a I think after higher it, score than maybe it deserves for like outstanding culinary experiences, I would give it a lower score. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, sticks, sticks, bring, holds it high in my sticks body. is given it like seven points. I was gonna say yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're being so biased because like we're just like sticks this class. Oh, I can't wait to set up like sticks in Ireland. I know. We should set up like a GoFundMe, a GoFundMe like bucket outside of their place. Um, Then fun. I'm going to give it a 9.5. We've been back there twice. I would definitely go back there again. The fact that there's so many different water sports at an affordable price. The fact that the boats are amazing. The fact that there's Mount Faldo. You can go skiing in the winter. You can like, there is Gardaland. There's There's Gardaland, Zaka Parks. There's, you know, there's, adventure everywhere and it's yeah 9.5 i think is absolutely warranted yeah and there was like olive oil places to go and try stuff there was like wineries that you can go to there's there was le- like even like lemoncello places like yeah. even up in the north it's not as good as obviously the south at any means but like there was still yeah it was still we got like a free lemon marmalade from one of the hotels that was mm-hmm. lovely um so i think yeah overall fun like Garda, you just have everything yeah you already do and then value for money, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Same. 9 yeah. out of 10 for sure. It was like for what we experienced, for what we paid, it was one of the best times we had in Italy. Yeah. Um. So that brings the overall score to 85.5. Oh, so it beats Rome by 0.5. Beats Rome by 0.5. Yeah. Wow, okay. So I think... I thought it would have bet Rome by more. No, I think it's also we just have like well, such an affinity for it, but you know, Rome well, does the, have the, the, so many options. So yeah, the, the, the transport kind of the transport really brought it down. To be yeah, fair, for sure. And um, I don't know. I think it's if you only get like if if you've already been to Italy, if you've been to Rome, or if you've been to Venice, mm. and you just want like Italian vibes, but maybe you have a family, or maybe you're going with a group. I think that Lake Garda is like the perfect thing because you don't need to make an itinerary. You don't need to plan stuff. You can be like, no, let's go. And everything, once you're on the lake, there are so many options. And if you just want to chill riverside or like lakeside and have a drink. But that's it. You can sit in a little cafe restaurant, look at the boat times. You know, you can see where you want to go. If you're in the South, you have all the great options for like more family friendly kid adventures. If you want to go up the north, if you're a couple and you want to relax and have just have some quiet time, or then if you want to go either for a bit of nightlife, you know, you, you have all the options. So yeah. it is just, yeah. Um, any more notes on Lake Garda? On Lake Garda. Just go. Just take go us, there. Take us with you. We'll meet you there. We'll be in that little that little kiosk. We'll be waiting for you with yeah. the sticks. Shout out to the kiosk people. If if anyone listens to this and then goes to Riva del Garda, can you just like show them our picture and just tell them how much we love them they, they, they might even have our picture on the wall <laughs> no i don't think they quite <laughs> took our picture but do like it's oh god what yeah. a staple i just think oh, i just hope that that becomes a tourist destination because it was i look i was looking at it today online and the reviews are amazing yeah it's like 4.7 like, on 4. google 7 yeah. out of 120 reviews and everyone's just like the family is so lovely and like the seafood mix is so brilliant and if everything is like not greasy and so well cooked with love and it's like yes do we just love like garda because of sticks no <laughs> maybe 
<laughs> maybe no perfect holiday destination would definitely bring a group of friends up there yeah. sometime soon and i think definitely maybe early 2024 we'll be going back up there for a holiday 100 we're jane and cormac we hope you enjoyed our big lake garda episode and come back next time where we'll have a short episode about lake como if you liked our podcast then please subscribe and please give us a five-star review it's free and takes just a couple of seconds. You can follow us on socials at Alt Living and the Irish Expat Podcast on TikTok. You can download our Excel sheet with all of our accommodation, restaurant, transport, experience and budget details for our six-week holiday on altliving.com. Good luck, Gerda! Good luck, Gerda! Stick! Stick! <laughs>